0: Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sarah and Whitney. Today we're doing another one of the crowd favorites, the Hey Whitney. Hey, hey. So you ready for the hot seat?
1: Yes, let's do it.
0: Some really awesome questions. Thank you guys so much for submitting and keep sending them. The best way is to send it to Sarah at PreviewAlliance.com and or you can tweet us. We're on Twitter. So just send us these questions, but we want to answer what you guys are thinking about and yes, filling. the real life questions. So today, the first one, hey Whitney, I'm finding myself thinking worst case now that I'm a mom. Baby mm-hmm. sick, I immediately go, she's going to be in the NICU or worse. I mm-hmm. used to handle things better before, but now it seems like I'm a mom, I just can't.
1: So a lot of this sounds like intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. It is that worst case scenario thinking where it really kind of snowballs. Yeah. So, and we talked about this in a previous episode, but there's a difference between intuition versus anxiety slash intrusive thoughts. So the intrusive thoughts are worst case scenario. It's going to be one of those, oh, my baby has a cough. Oh, my God, what if it's RSV? (gasps) What if she ends up in the hospital? What if she ends up in ICU? What if she ends up on a ventilator? And da, 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 Mm da. And very quickly, all of a sudden you go from she has a cough to she's in ICU on a ventilator because of RSV or whatever else. Right. So with that, that deep breath... Take a couple of those deep breaths and say, okay, right now my baby has a cough. Then evaluate, does your baby have a fever? Right. If not, okay, then your baby has a cough. And then you can always call your pediatrician. Right. So when you do those grounding thoughts, say, okay, this is actually what's going on. I am concerned I can call my pediatrician. Make that realistic plan in that moment. Yes. You can call your pediatrician. If it is middle of the night, you have to ask yourself, okay, do I legitimately think my baby's about to go on the ventilator Mm -hmm. or do I just feel like, ooh, I really want her to be seen by somebody and evaluated or swabbed Mm -hmm. to know what we're dealing with? Right. Because those are two very different things. Mm Mm-hmm. One of those will land you in the ER. Yes. Because if your baby is struggling to breathe, you should go to the ER. Right. If it's a cough, but baby is breathing, baby's breathing is normal. Right. It's not rapid. It's not labored. It's not,
0: <gasps> you don't their have their attractions. Where exactly. You see mm-hmm. their breaths literally going in beside
1: a little, exactly. like in between their
0: collarbones and rib bones.
1: Absolutely. So if it's, A cough alone, maybe a snot nose to go with it because that's usually what happens, then okay, call the pediatrician first thing in the morning. If it's more than that, let's say they have a super high fever. Mm -hmm. Let's say those retractions are taking place. Their breathing is just off. You go to the ER. Then you go to the ER. Or
0: call 911 if you don't feel safe even traveling. Yeah. Because if you don't have someone... To, you know, if you want to ride in the back or you're like, this is an hour away.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I think, I think as moms, if, to some extent, yes. I do recognize now, even I do still have intrusive thoughts, which yeah. intrusive thoughts do not mean you're headed to the psych ward. No. Okay. Mm-mm. It's, it's common more so in motherhood yes. than not. Mm-hmm. You're still a good mom. Yep. Um, and it's calling it what it is. Yes. And this is often I found a stress response for me. Yep feel out of control i'm worried yeah so to this mom i think we kind of do fear because we're moms we're supposed to protect
1: Mm -hmm. but like whitney said
0: recognize what the situation is yeah
1: bring yourself back to present moment with facts of what is taking place right and then say okay based on this i can call the pediatrician or like i said a super high fever you know, problems with breathing, things like that that are worrisome. Okay, maybe I do either need to call 911 Mm -hmm. or maybe I do need to go to Children's. Right. Because even if, let's just say you did call 911, paramedics get there, they can evaluate your baby and, you know, they can figure out if it's ER or not. And I've always, even when
0: I was a nurse and I did adults, I would say, you know, if you're concerned, it never hurts to ask and it you're never going to be shamed. No. For looking for someone checking and saying it's okay, like absolutely, there's nothing wrong with that. But the absolutely. worst case thinking is not letting that take over. Agreed. Don't let that take over. Absolutely,
1: be in that moment. So, example from our life: about a month ago, our five-year-old fell off her bed in her sleep, mm. got a gash near her eye. So, and of course, that happened at five thirty on a Saturday morning. Because why would it not? Exactly. And so, you know, I'm holding her, my husband's cleaning it, and I'm just saying, okay, do you think she needs stitches? And he said, yes. So, of course, loaded her up, took her to Children's, and I'm thinking, stitches are glue. Yeah. I'm assuming we're going to need one of those, because it was near her eye. Yeah. And it was a decent gash. Eye injuries near the eye. It, yeah, it was scary. Uh, yeah. So, we go there, and, you know, long story short, they go in, they clean it, they're like, actually, it's not as deep as it appeared when you first got here. So actually, you don't need stitches or glue. Yeah. Now, did I feel a little silly that I, you know, at 5.30 in the morning, loaded her up and took her to the ER? A little bit. But then the doctor looked at me and goes, I would rather have a mom that comes in and we find out, okay, we don't need to do as much as we initially thought. Then not. Then not. Uh Uh-huh. So the ER is not going to make you feel bad for being a protective, precautious mother. Exactly. So, if you genuinely feel like you need to go to the ER, go. Cool. you're allowed to do that. You're not a bad mom for doing that. No. But again, use those grounding thoughts. Figure out your intuition, which is, okay, they need to be seen, which mm-hmm. is what I felt after my daughter got the gash in her eye. Versus extreme anxiety or fear. Yes. The, oh my God, she's going to end up in ICU on a ventilator. And we're spiraling. And I understand an eye gash is not the same as a respiratory thing because respiratory stuff does make me more nervous. That I, I could spiral back in the early days of Will, I could totally spiral yes. into
0: an like I wouldn't recognize common sense speak from Bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a possibility for me. Yes. Truly, you know. So I get that. Yeah. But ground yourself, Mom. Trust your yes. intuition. Yeah. Take a second.
1: Breathe. Yes.
0: Get your regulation going. Slow
1: it down a little bit. Pump the brakes.
0: Because in panic, you—it's easy for us to panic. Oh yeah. But calm ourselves for a second. Yes. And you guys got this. Great question. Ooh, next one. Bringing in the mother-in-law. Oh dear. Hey Whitney, my mother-in-law constantly shames me on how I choose to parent. I recognize she raised several children, but I'm choosing to do things my way, Mm -hmm. and she constantly criticizes me. How do I handle this?
1: So, this is a hard one because this is where we have to put in boundaries. Oof. And boundaries are never fun to put into place. And it's never fun for someone to put a boundary on you. No. So, think of it like a toddler. You tell your toddler, no, you can't have ice cream for breakfast. They're probably going to have a meltdown in the floor and kick and scream. Oh, yeah. Right? Blow snot the whole the whole deal. Oh, yeah. And so, it was not fun to tell your toddler no. Your toddler clearly was not happy that they had a boundary put in place, but that boundary is ultimately for their good. Yeah, it's like a guardrail when we're driving. It is. And so boundaries or rules are there for the betterment of everybody, even if they're not fun or easy to deal with. So with your mother-in-law, if it is one of those where she says something like, well, I would have done it this way, you can say, And I know that you most likely did with your kids, and that's perfectly fine. However, these are my children, and this is how I am wanting to raise them. Yeah. And so you're kind of validating, yeah, you did do that with your kids, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a wrong thing. I'm just choosing to do different. And as long as no one is harmed by the different, it's okay. And if she keeps pushing, what do you do in that? If she keeps pushing, if it's one of those, I don't know, I can't think of a good example off the top of my head, but if it's one of those, she said, well, I would have done it this one. You say, well, I'm actually going to do it more so like this. And she says something like, well, it would really be better if you did it this way. Like just kind of yeah. keeps on with that. That's when I would say, I hear you. I know that you would have done it differently than me, but this is how I'm doing it. And I would really appreciate you respecting that. Yeah. And you try to say it as calmly as you can. I know that's super hard in the moment. If after that you ask her to respect your, you know, boundaries and your parenting choices and styles. And she still just kind of keeps on keeping on. I hate to say it like this. This is going to sound harsh. You may have to ask her to leave. Yeah. Or you may have to leave the situation depending on where you are. Okay. It's time for so-and-so's nap.
0: You know, we're going to leave now. Yeah. Um, There was some, you know, speaking of boundaries, you know, with Will, I was obsessed over his sleep. Yeah. So I had a huge boundary of, like, not missing his nap because I felt like I can control that. Yeah. Had a lot of pushback. Yeah. I'm sure. To the point of, like, I was, you know, this is not what we did. We always did X or, you know, this is what I'm doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but boundaries, you learn boundaries really quickly you as do. a mom.
1: And you can even say, you know what? It sounds like we just need to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And or, that's okay. And
0: sometimes these people that push our boundaries, I feel like they almost are waiting to see to what level you hold your boundary. Yes. Same as my toddler. Yep. If I give in for a second, oh, yes. he's going to sneak Oh, I'm going to keep pushing wearing mom down. Uh-huh. Does he sometimes yes. wear me down? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. But when we're talking adult to adult, yeah. holding that strong.
1: Absolutely.
0: You said it, they need to respect it. Mm-hmm. Keep on the good
1: fight there. Yeah. And again, um, you can always use that line of we need to just agree to disagree. And move on. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, you're the mom. Yep. And you're allowed to have parent how you parent.
0: Different generations can sometimes be really challenging. Yes, that is accurate. All right, next one. Okay, Whitney. My brain is real. It is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels like I can't process or think a zillion sounds, and I feel so overwhelmed. My
1: mind is going everywhere. Does this ever stop? What can I do? So I empathize with this because this would be me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it ever stop? I wish I could tell you. I don't don't really know because I'm... In the thick of it. Yeah. I have a five-year-old and an almost two-year-old and still kind of have that mom brain. Yeah. Not as bad as pregnancy brain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or that like immediate postpartum.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not as severe. Right. As it was during those times. But I definitely still have those thoughts of I'm forgetting something. What am I forgetting? Right. Kind of have to, you know, run through the whole catalog of things of, did I remember this? Did I remember that? So that can be normal. Lists are very helpful for me. If Mm -hmm. you feel like it's a forgetful thing. Okay. Um, So especially like, let's just say you're packing to go on vacation and you just kind of have this feeling of, okay, am I, am I forgetting something? I feel like I'm forgetting something. So if you've got your list, you go through and you check it off. Look at your list again. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that's left off? Are there things that you're going to get when you get to your destination? Right. Or is it you think, oh my gosh, what if I forget to turn the stove off or unplug my flat iron or lock the doors or whatever, Mm -hmm. something that can be super helpful with that is taking a picture of it. Oh, yeah. So take a picture of the empty outlet or your curling iron or flat iron being put away. I feel like that could help with OCD tendencies. For sure. So taking a picture of the stove and then the oven to be like, nope, the knobs are off, the panel's off. Taking a picture of your door with it being locked. Taking a picture of the garage door being shut. Yeah. Because it is time-stamped. And you have intent. it there to ease your anxiety. I love that. So to kind of tell on myself a little bit, when I was pregnant with my second one, um, she was due in early September. Had her in August. So big, pregnant in the heat of Alabama summer. Me and you both. Chica. It was. It was brutal, fierce. Um, and so you know, it was also COVID, mm. and I felt like in the hospital things were constantly changing. Yeah. I felt like daily we had new policies in place, and it was a lot to keep up with. I and I will say this: the hospital I worked at, the parking deck was not big enough for all of the employees to park in at one time. Okay. So we had satellite lots, and you would you had to rotate months. So we had a shuttle that would take us to and from our so parking lot. Probably waddled in this heat. It wasn't terrible, but I had to park about a half a mile off campus, so to speak, from the hospital. So I did not have easy access to my car. I can't even tell you how terrified I was at the thought of possibly leaving my oldest daughter in the car. Mm. Yeah. Because you hear about that all the time, that parents, they do something out of routine and all of a sudden they forget that their child is in the back seat mm-hmm. and they get in their car after work. I can feel myself getting emotional now just even thinking yeah. about it. And they realize that they've left their baby in the car. Yeah. And they're dead. Yeah. I was petrified. Yeah. That that would happen to me because I felt like I was juggling a lot. And that like your mind would not even be present enough to recognize it. Exactly. So what I did every single morning before I would let myself uncrank my car, before I could let myself get on the shuttle, I would take a picture of my daughter's empty car seat. Love that. So when I was at work and I had that, oh, my God, did I take her to daycare? You looked at I that. I could look back, and it was time-stamped.
0: Yeah. I see. I've heard of, like, the shoe mm-hmm. where you take a sh- take one of your yeah. shoes and you put it yes. in the back mm-hmm. in the car seat. Yeah. But I like the picture thing.
1: Yeah, because it's with you all day.
0: Yeah. You just get to look back and remember that. Yeah,
1: and it's time-stamped, so it eases that anxiety. So if it's one of those, it's a forgetfulness thing, try to write out a list. Mm-hmm. So you have it there to cross off as needed. If it's one of those you're worried that, oh, my gosh, did I t- turn this off or did I unplug this or did I take my kids to daycare? Take a picture of it and it's time stamped. Yeah. Love that. And the thing is, some people may disagree with me as far as they're saying, well, that enables that obsessive thinking. It doesn't harm anybody. No. This to me is a CBT method. It doesn't harm anybody. No one else sees my phone. No. So, me having a picture of her empty car seat does nothing for anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, it's all for me. And it eases my anxiety. Yeah. So, that would be an encouragement for from me to say, hey, take a picture of something. That way you know that you know you have it done. You can ease your anxiety throughout the day. It's a couple of things that
0: I've found being... I feel like torn in a million places. I totally relate to that is I know what my best hours are for me to be most alert. Yes. So I try to do my more challenging, difficult things during that time. Cause I know at a certain point in the day Mm -hmm. I get kind of tapped out or I get more overwhelmed easily. Mm -hmm. And then Bill and I have been trying to do, we don't do great about it. But like a minute or two of just meditation Mm to clear our brain. Yeah. But I know we were talking about this before yeah. off the podcast. It's just this heat. Oh, I was saying yeah, the heat so triggers me and just dis- like I feel like my whole body getting dysregulated. Mm-hmm. This is like up and down. Yep. And I can't think right when I'm yeah. like sweating profusely. Oh, yeah. It's hard. So I think just kind of looking at your environment, doing the things yeah. that you said, and you learn learning about yourself. Yes.
1: Well, and I saw this too on Instagram. Even you know, if you take like a two minute dance break, yes. getting up and moving around helps clear our brains. Yeah, because I know for me personally, if I can exercise, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. I have a lot more clarity. Yeah, even if I don't have a lot of energy prior to exercise, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I'd rather just stay in those bed. Good it does. And so even if you just you know you get up and you stretch or you do a couple of yoga poses or you do a dance break or you do some jumping jacks just something to kind of move around even if it's for 30 seconds it helps that can help bring some clarity to our mind
0: i do that with our toddler will sometimes i feel like he has all this like built up yeah uh-huh. and he can't concentrate i was like okay yep. buddy do we need to make our lap do we need to do 10 frog jumps? Yes, uh-huh maybe i need to start doing that with him mm-hmm. great question guys all right the last one for today is all right whitney My husband says I ritualize things. For example, Mm -hmm. I have a specific order. I like to do bedtime routine with my baby. I do find myself getting upset if he misses a step. He says this is a problem. Why do you think that?
1: So this sounds a little like it's an OCD flavor. Okay. I don't know that I would come out and say it's a diagnosis Mm -hmm. for that because, again, I think in the postpartum time frame, there's a lot we don't have control over. Uh And if baby's bedtime routine is something we have control over. We want it to be very methodical. Yeah. And kind of meticulous. Yeah. Especially if it actually helps your baby sleep. Yeah. So, and I know as parents, again, we've talked about this before, sleep is this unattainable goal. Yes. That like basic life function. And if our baby sleeps through the night, one night we're like, okay, what exactly did we do again? Let's get a play-by-play. Stand
0: on one foot. Yes. So you don't breathe. Uh-huh. You jump 10 times. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll do it every
1: night. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And so you may feel like, okay, I have a bedtime routine that works for our baby, but if you miss a step, it's going to throw everything off. And then I'm going to get really mad and resentful at you if you do yes. that. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of an OCD flavor there, but I think ultimately it comes back to anxiety and a little bit of a control. And so with that, I would say, okay, what step was missed? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, because I always remember hearing, like, bed, bath, book.
0: Uh-huh. hmm We do that. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, but let's just say, like, you do bath time, you do bottle, he forgets the book and puts the baby in the crib to sleep. Is that the end of the world mm-hmm. to miss the book?
0: Yeah. No. Probably not. But if you're in that, like, mm-hmm. this is the only thing I got to control right today, mm-hmm. or I asked you to do this one thing,
1: you didn't do it. Yeah. So part of that is you feel maybe, I don't know that invalidated is the right word. That's the word I'm looking for. And so you may feel a little invalidated that things were not followed to a T, like how you would do it. But also remember, too, okay, big picture of things, missing the book one night won't derail everything. Right. You know, if you do a sponge bath instead of a full bath, that's going to be okay. Yeah. Because especially when babies are little, little... Oh Like yeah. that you're not bathing them on a nightly basis. We used to do lotion a couple of nights in a yeah. row and then we would do a Hit bath. Hit the hot spots. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so even just kind of having that simulation was really good. Yeah. For our, our older daughter. And so with that, realize your husband's not trying to invalidate you. Yeah. That's not his goal. Or benefit of the doubt. I'm assuming it's not his call. <laughs> um, if it is, that's a whole different. That's, that's a whole, whole different. That's a different, session, yes. that's a different mm-hmm. session. Yeah, that's a different session. But realize, okay, if we miss a book, it's not the end of the world. We'll try again tomorrow. It will be okay.
0: How can she explain that to her husband of why she feels more
1: comfortable in a like in a ritual, as he calls it? Just because it's probably one of the only predictable things of her day.
0: Yeah, and then it's going back to being real about motherhood. Yeah.
1: Like, nothing is really predictable when it comes to babies and kids. And that bath or bedtime routine is probably one of the few things that is predictable.
0: Or the most cherished time maybe for that mom yeah. of the day. The mm-hmm. most time she, if you're working, yeah, you know, that's your special time. Yeah. So to that mom, you know, I can definitely... Relate to some things is because yeah. I, it's a control issue for me. Yeah. But stepping back and saying, yeah, what am I trying to control? What's yes. the bigger picture? And yep. like you said, your husband or support is yeah. trying to help you. Yes. Not harm it. Absolutely. Guys, these were phenomenal. Good job, y'all. Keep sending them in. That's right. Till next time. Bye-bye.